You're listening to Linked AM. Tell your story on Linked Live and get noticed. You're listening to Carl Wolfenden on the Business Class Show and is not always affiliated with the guests and the topics discussed. Any financial statements are the opinions of the individual and you should seek professional advice before making any decisions. Upgrade your listening to Business Class, the show that puts you in the big leather comfy seats. So sit back and enjoy our take on the trending business issues of the week. Howdy, folks. Here he is, the Texas Brit, the guy with the stiff upper lip, filling his 10-gallon hat and his cowboy boots, Carl Wolfenden. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Linked AM here on Business Class News, BCN News, as we're now called. Yes, we changed our little uh, logo. Uh, everyone was kept calling us BCN, so we thought, you know what, we'll change it. And so we did, and th- that's why you're seeing a new look and feel to uh, to the website and to the uh, to the organization. And uh, what I'm what I've been sort of looking at for the past um, you know few months as such is is how businesses need resources um and i'm proud to say a couple of weeks ago i had uh, the executive director on uh, terry toomey of uh, the industry hub and we were talking about their new program that they're going to be launching later this year and it kind of piqued my interest and when we started talking about off mic uh, about what we could do maybe to help um they 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 became a partner of ours in terms of one of the segments we're going to be doing. And that, of course, is a new segment called Business Sunrise. And we're going to be actually you know, um, highlighting and spotlighting businesses around the country, and specifically um, in the start with uh, Grow DeSoto, which we talked about in the last segment. Um, one of the things that I, as I say, realized when I started looking at uh, what businesses needed was the lack of resources or not the lack of resources they're out there but actually we just can't find them and terry you're joining me today again thanks for being on the show um and had a great conversation last time and i'm excited about business sunrise we're going to be uh, showcasing some of the businesses on uh, in in the marketplace in desoto and i'm i'm excited about that so thanks for joining me this morning you're very welcome, and thank you for having me. And thank you for uh, highlighting the uh, Grow to Soda Marketplace small business startups. And so we are an incubator, and then my role there is uh, mentor, educator, and support network. So when we were talking after our segment, because it kind of piqued my interest of what you're doing out there, and it really aligned with everything BCN News has been talking about for the last eight years as such. And it was like that light bulb moment of uh, going, wow, this is, this is exactly what businesses need. And um, I was saying, well, the resource is out there. And you went, excuse me, Carl, <laughs> they, they are out there. We just need to find them. And that's what Industry Hub's focus is, isn't it? Correct, correct. You know, I think that, um, you know, we watch the federal government and, you know, all the, the programs that the federal and state governments have. And what a lot of businesses don't know is that there's 
specific resources for small businesses. And it's through state governments and through the federal government. There's even a small business division in each of the federal agencies. And so um, they have programs. The problem is nobody knows about the program and they don't know how to access or they don't even know what questions to ask. Um, here's an example. This past week, I got uh, an invitation from Patent and Trademark about free classes that they're giving on, uh, you know, getting trademarks, you know, understanding the difference between a copyright and a trademark and a patent. It's free training. But the number of people who knew about that were only the people on their distribution list. And so that's the, that's the weakness in the system is the programs are out there and people don't know about them. So what we're going to do through the industry hub is through creating our network is make sure that we're educating librarians, we're educating chambers of commerce, because think about, you know, uh, all of the, the, the trees, the, the networks that you get involved in, and each of those nodes has their own communication system. They have their own people that they touch daily. And we want to get into those nodes and get the information out because every time we reach a node, we're not reaching one person. We're reaching 20,000 people. And so that's the, the theory behind what we're doing is to educate those people who control those nodes and make sure we educate them. We tell them where the programs are. We show them how to access the programs. And we keep building that because, um, you know, at the federal level, uh, the Small Business Administration, the Department of Commerce, the Department of Interior, the military, they all have small business programs. So one of the things that um, you, you sort of, you know, went, Carl, I need to talk to you more about this, was when I, I started talking about the emails that we get in uh, from, from businesses, people that are starting businesses, people that are established, but they want to grow their business, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and I'm seeing a lot more of the rural areas, yeah. you know, saying, Hey, I need help because, you know, I'm trying to, trying to grow my business here in this particular county or whatever. And then when I started talking about that, you started smiling because, you know, you realized that, you know, what I was hearing is exactly what you're hearing. So explain more about, you know, how rural areas really do need help. Well, you know, in rural communities, um, well, first of all, you know, with this new broadband initiative, that'll bring those uh, communities more in line with what happens in big cities. So in large cities, we've all had broadband for a long time. In rural communities, that's not happened. And so with this new broadband initiative, that'll bring them up on par with what we can access uh, in the cities. So once, uh, once we start um, our program, and we are focusing primarily on rural communities because I think, and this is my personal viewpoint, if we can create a healthier economy in these smaller communities, people stay in their community. They build businesses in their community. It creates a more um, st 
stable financial base for that community. And that adds to more businesses. So we uh, stabilize the tax base. We keep young people and their talents at home and we nurture them. And by our programs, what we would go in and find out what kind of training they need. So, um, you know, in our program, we have segmented this out to entrepreneurs, startup businesses, businesses who have been in business less than two years, businesses who've been in business more than five years, and then when you're getting ready to sell your business. In every one of those areas, you require different kinds of skills. We're not offering degrees, we're offering skills. And so we're going to train them on what they need to know at their level of business. And at the same time, we'll go after the agencies to find out what programs they have that are going to support those businesses in the small community. So, so say um, U.S. Department of Agriculture, that seems to be a natural fit for rural communities. They have a lot of programs, but those folks don't know about them. So if we can get uh, create a relationship with USDA, then we can formalize those programs, bring them into those communities, train those librarians, train the uh, chambers of commerce, offer um, communication programs that the USDA would do themselves, but through our program. And remember, our program is free to everybody. We're not going to be charging for that. And so, and I think that's the other strength is some of these communities are so poor that when those kids, when those young people leave home, they don't come back because they have to go where the jobs are, but we want to create the jobs at home. And so um, what we would do with the, all of these agencies, both state and federal, is find those programs, nurture those programs, educate those folks. And as we're educating them, we can spot where the need is for additional training. So if you're gonna start, um, you know, uh, a program through USDA, well, USDA has certain requirements before you qualify to be in their program. So we can um, work with other uh, folks who are doing that kind of training and maybe negotiate so that they're not being charged for the training, or we can do a subset of the training before they're ready to go on to that full-blown um, government contracting training. So it's we're going to be constantly responding to the need of the community and um, figure out how we can elevate what they what those individual small businesses bring to the table and make them more attractive for government contractors. And so it's a it's a full holistic view of that small business from getting them training finding programs that are relevant to them, getting the specific training that qualifies them in that program, and then helping them get contracts. So it's that full from beginning to um, a revenue stream. So the, what I like about that is that you, you actually, because you mentioned you know, businesses that are just starting under two years, um, under five years, et cetera, those those. You, you can actually move them step by step 
so that you're holding the hand all the way through. You become a true partner of that business as they grow. Um, And and the the thing that that I, I heard you say was that all of these rural communities as such need development need that that infrastructure etc yeah the broadband initiative is going to be huge because as you say that has been a sort of a a disability for for a lot of businesses because they've not been able to communicate and they are at a disadvantage to the the cities but now that initiative's coming in then that'll that'll uh, sort of uh, ease that but I remember doing road trips with my kids, my family, and I'd be going out either west or east in Texas, and I'd be driving through these really quaint little communities, yeah. and the shops were closed. The, the, they were just yeah. there was a there was a movie theater that just was getting dust on it, and I'm like, this would be such a great place to live if all yeah. of these businesses were thriving, etc. But unfortunately, yeah. we're failing because, as you say, people were leaving. And if right. we can stop that, then we can build those economies in those communities yeah. and then make it stronger. And your program is going to do this. I love that about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and then there, there are other resources out there like uh, SCORE, the Senior Corps of Retired Executives, the um, Small Business Development Center. Those are both uh, SBDCs are funded by the federal government and SCORE is partially funded by the federal government. But those are mentoring programs that are already available and lots of people don't know about them. So we're going to create partnerships with all of these agencies that are already out there. The beauty of our program is we're not displacing anybody in the market. We're, gonna, we're, we're saying to everybody, come in and be our partner. You know, and then the, but the end, the student, our client is the beneficiary of all of that. So if you need a college education, go get a college education. But if you just need skills, that's what we're focusing on is how to do things. And so, and I would even challenge the colleges and universities, every one of your students should be in our program because you teach them the theory and you teach them the mechanics and we teach them how to put it to use. Yeah, I mean, the the thing that... I realized is that again, that that hands-on approach, the the business person, because I speak to business people all the time, and they say, I'm so busy. I, I I'm trying to I'm trying to sell my product, I'm trying to develop my product. Yeah. I, I don't have time for for finding all of these different things because by the time I finish work. Hey, we're all, I'm I'm a I'm a self-employed person. I know how it is. I started right from the beginning, yep. and I built my business up to where it is today. And I'm very proud of what we've done. Uh, but the problem was, I was working till 10, 11, yep. midnight, uh, just to get the business in place. I had no time. And when the time did come along, I wanted to be with my family. And so, so having a, a, a partner such as Industry Hub that can say, look. You focus on doing this. We're going to teach you how to do that in a structured way, get that process in place. And guess what? You can actually, you know, you know, have a life as well because it is very stressful. And so, therefore, we know we've got to work hard. We all know that to get to where we need to be. But if you don't have partners and people that can help you get to where you are, then you just become in a vacuum and sometimes you can just suffocate yourself. And it just doesn't, it doesn't, it's not healthy for anybody. 
Right, right. Well, and small business, being a small business owner isn't for everybody. And it's very hard, you know, um, as a as a mentor, I often will have people come in and say, yeah, I'm just tired of working for the man, you know, I want to work for myself. And, you know, and my attitude to that is, okay, let me give you some reality here. When you're a small business owner, you only eat what you kill. If you don't make a sale, you don't eat. And are you ready for that? Are you ready for that level of pressure? And are you ready for that level of commitment? Because a small, being a small business owner is a 24-7 job. It is. It is. There's no, there's no getting away from it. There isn't. There isn't. But the, the thing is, though, what you can teach them is that, yes, you can get to a position where you can start to delegate, but right. you, all that, that road to that point is very, very difficult. But you can show them how to get the roadmap in place so they can get to that place where they can either you know, um, you know, sell the business, you know, eventually, because you've got to start planning for that, you know, or grow the business. And when you're employed, when you're employing somebody, that is a big responsibility yeah. uh, and it's a big pressure. You you're thinking, okay, I've got to, I've got to hire this person. And then once you hire them, you know, and they're performing, you have to do your bit as the owner of the business and, and keep them, you know, the taxes and all of that stuff. It's like, you, you know, you go from being a sole sole proprietor to having people and W twos and and taxes and all that. That's a different. That's a different. Uh, well, and I think as you know, as we nurture businesses, what I try and get people to focus on is what do you love to do, because those are the things you're going to keep for yourself to do. But all the things that you don't like to do, those are the things you need to hire other people to do for you. We're hoping that as we build this network, we will also build an internal uh, referral system of business to business so that, you know, if you need an accountant, you can look at somebody who's in our network and hire from them because uh, you'll have an opportunity to either meet them at a meeting or, you know, get to know them in a, in a classroom kind of setting. But you learn more about the person that's going to be helping you with your business rather than going cold and just you interview somebody, but you start working with them and you don't really know them. And so we're, we're kind of hoping that'll be an offshoot of what we're doing is this, uh, you know, this huge network of small businesses, because that's what we're encouraging is small business ownership and growth. And we want to encourage all of those small businesses who are in our network to network with everybody and get your products out there, get your services out there. So people can at least go to your website and begin checking you out. That's fantastic. Terry, unfortunately, we're coming to the end of our, our segment again, but we're going to be continuing these, uh, these conversations. Um, obviously, you know, it's, it's, it's really, you know, it's, it's rolling forward. You know, you've got everything, you're having great conversations. I'm now having interviews with your, on, on the on, on business sunrise with your clients as such, which uh, we're really proud to be a partner with you guys on showcasing those clients. And uh, as I say, I can't wait to have you back on because I know we've got a lot more to talk about, haven't we? Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Terry. 
Of course, that was uh, Terry Toomey, um, the executive director of the Industry Hub. Um, and again, you know, watch out for our feature Business Sunrise, because that, of course, is going to be you know, spotlights on small businesses. And if you want to be showcased on Business Sunrise, just drop me an email, carl at businessclassnews.com. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll uh, connect with you and get you on the feature. So until the next time, as we always say, go out there. And you'll make some money because at the end of the day, if you're not making money, it's just it's just a hobby, isn't it? Uh, so we want to make money. Uh, go out there, be safe, and enjoy yourself. Have fun. Goodbye.